What's up, y'all? It's Zach from Living Corporate, and you know how we do, right? We come on, I say something like, what's up, y'all? It's Zach with Living Corporate, and then I maybe remind y'all that we're a platform that amplifies the voices of black and brown people at work, right? We, okay, you should get the drift now. We're like at an episode 100 and something. Now, as you also should know by now, I'm bringing to y'all some more fire for your head top, some dope guests. Now, this is really only the second time in the history of Living Corporate that we've interviewed two people at the same time. So, you know what I'm saying? Shout out to us for that. And um, I'm just really excited because we're getting, I don't want to say two for the price of one because that's kind of cheesy, right? But I'm saying we have two <laughs> incredible guests, Netta Jenkins and Jacinta Mathis. Hey. What's Woo-hoo. up, y'all? Now, look, we're just going to get straight into it. I'm not even going to go through the whole intros because y'all, y'all's bios, if I was to try to do it, you know what I'm saying? I'm going to take up all the time. So for, for those for those of us who don't know y'all, please share a little bit about yourselves. Yeah. Uh Jacinta, would you like me to start off or go for it, girl. Go for it. <laughs> okay. Well, I guess I'll start off with something fun. So I'm an Afrobeats living room dancer. Oh, Love Afrobeats. Turn up. Come on, Afrobeats. <laughs> um, but aside from that, I'm, I'm an author of Self-Advocacy and Confidence for a Fearless Career, Liberian-American Woman. I'm a wife, a mom to a four-month-old baby boy and a six-year-old. Um, and I'm also co-founder of Dipper, you know, by night. <laughs> and vice president of global inclusion for Mosaic Group and Ask Applications by day um, in a full-time capacity. Um, and I'd say, you know, in my full-time role, I focus heavily on um, breaking systemic gaps and public publicly challenging the notion of simply adding diversity doesn't equate to an inclusive and equitable work environment. Um and I'm just really excited about our Dipper platform that, you know, helps guide professionals to um, a better workplace, whether good, bad or indifferent. And we're really, you know, giving people um, of color a voice and we're holding companies accountable and, and helping them to be improved at the same time. Well, come on now, uh, Miss Jenkins. I appreciate hey, the intro. Hey, hey. Come on now. Wait a minute. Let me give us this flex bomb. I'm saying that was incredible. Well Well earned. Absolutely. Okay. Now go on, Jacinta. You got it. Yeah. So I am Jacinta Mathis. I am a Floridian um, and who's stuck in New York. I've been here for about 11 years and I don't think I'm leaving anytime soon. (laughs) I'm a data driven performance marketer. I also um, focus on product growth and really feel like that's my specialty. And I'm, you know, working on building amazing products and then telling people about them is a lot of what I do. Uh, I also am an evolving executive at an amazing tech company and co-founder of Dipper with Netta that we feel is revolutionary in providing this digital safe space for people of color that we have, you know, formed ourselves with our own network, but just making it something that can exist at scale and reach millions of people. And also, I am, you know, life a life partner and a mother and to my amazing little family. Wait a minute now. Um. <laughs> you know <what> I'm <laughs> so, so let's do this. Let's do this. Um, you talked a bit. You talked a bit about who you are, but what's been y'all's journey, right, in becoming the entrepreneurs, public speakers, educators, corporate leaders? you know, and advocates that y'all are today? Like what, how did y'all get to this place where y'all came together to to really, 
to then cre- to create Dipper because I want to talk about Dipper um, as yeah. we talk about really like the value of your personal voice. But like, how did we get here? Yeah, I think this is how Meta and I connected because we were both raised like somebody <laughs> nurtured us, watered us um, so that we could become the sisters we are today. Uh, and really, I think our legacy and what has happened before we even existed really helped mold the journey that we live today. And so, you know, I moved to New York um, to be a writer and ended up working at interning when you could intern for free and it was legal um, at PR <laughs> agencies. I also worked in a restaurant and I also had a gig at Target. Um, and through working in a restaurant, I met someone who was a media seller and kind of told me how ad agencies in the city work and really helped mentor me into a role at an ad agency. And that was kind of how my media buying kind of advertising and marketing career really kicked off. And then when everything became digital, I kind of literally fell into a tech company um, that ended up not being successful. But then I ended up at a really successful one where I met Netta and really helped build my career. And I think from there, I realized, you know, tech would be a big part of everything that I did. And really this kind of experience and providing the safe place was something that I looked for everywhere I worked. And so when and just talking to Netta, it was like, we have to make this a thing. Like It's something we have to do together. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I think for me, when I, when I started thinking of the journey, it, it dates back to when I was much younger. And so, you know, my African parents, they really stressed the importance of education um, and confidence at a very young age. So while kids were on their summer vacation or playing outside, I was the one reading books and creating goals. Um, and I read a lot. I asked a lot of questions. Sometimes teachers were a little overwhelmed, like, damn, she's asking too many questions. Um, and then also being able to hear my parents tell me, listen, you have the ability to create change really gave me the confidence to do anything um, that I had set my mind to. And so um, started off by me becoming president of the freshman class, where I was only one of three black people in the school at that time to heading off to college, graduating three years instead of four, just like really being ambitious in all of my goals and then starting a casting company in college. And really that was to create a safe space for women to model and act in the entertainment industry. Um, Because obviously it's very, it's like predominantly male um, driven when it comes to, you know, the clients. And then business led me to Boston where I completed my MBA and off I was after that um, to New York because predominantly a large amount of my clients were were located in New York. Um, But unfortunately, there came a point where, you know, my business that I had grown in college and had expanded was no longer sustainable. And so I started looking at um, technology recruiting contract opportunities Um, because I just couldn't see myself in a full-time opportunity immediately after owning my own business. Um, I'm like, how how am I going to be able to report to somebody? So that whole concept in my head, I just couldn't wrap my head around that. Um, But I've always been passionate about technology like Jacinta and data. 
um, and specifically providing opportunities for people. Love seeing people win. Um, and that led me into my contract recruiter role with the current company that I'm with today that turned into a full-time opportunity. Um, and I was able to jump from level to level in the matter of four years and now at a VP level. Uh-oh, ching ching. Um, <laughs> but, but, you know, I think what it is, is there's a lot of people that ask me, okay, like Netta, how are you able, how are you able to get to the level that you're at so quickly? And it's really about building meaningful relationships. I think executives were able to trust me. Um, executives saw that uh, the employees trusted me. They liked the boldness, um, sort of the non-sugarcoating attitude in, all right, we're not going to have quotas here. You know, we really have to dig deep and, and um, deal with some of these systemic gaps. And then just simply the, the ability to empower employees to create change. Um, and I always say that the key to success has been persistence, working smart, and really never quit quitting. Um, and I'm, I'm really, really excited that I'm working alongside with Jacinta. We worked together at the same organization for many years. And um, she's, uh, she's phenomenal. So to be able to have, uh, you know, a teammate that you can learn from every single day is, is truly inspiring. And so I'm happy that we're in this place where we're at now. Well, come on, man. You know, I just this this is dope. And um, you've already kind of touched on a little bit. uh, But you said earlier about like using technology to help people. I'm really curious about I'm really curious about, you know, um, your passion around that, because there's been multiple studies shown that even though the world is becoming more and more technically advanced and we're seeing uh, these spaces and folks, we're seeing opportunities open up within like these tech spaces. We're not necessarily seeing opportunities for black and brown people. Uh, growing at at an equal rate, right? Like we're still seeing a bit of like mm, I don't want to I'll say segregation in terms of we're st- we're not we're not seeing like we're not seeing any type of uptick when it comes right. to opportunities and employment and progression and succession. Um, and so I think that's really awesome that we have people um, in these spaces who are advocating for those voices and those people. So so check this out. Today we're talking about. I said all that as a digression in this mug. Okay, so now today we're talking about the value of your personal voice. So like when did each of you realize that your voices mattered, especially within the workplace? Like, was there ever a moment that you were like, man, wait a minute, I can actually speak up and it means something. Mm. Yeah, Netta, do you want to go first or you want me to? (laughs) No, you go, you go for it. Yeah, I think. I feel like it's fortunate and unfortunate. It took other people recognizing it before I really recognized it. So I think Netta kind of touched on this a little bit too. Like people will talk about you when you're not in the room, right? And hopefully those people are sponsors and will advocate for you. And I think it really became a point where it was like, oh, Jacinta should be here, like like literally getting grabbed and brought into a meeting, you know, um, or someone saying, oh, we think we should run with this product change. What does Jacinta think? Or, you know, really wanting to understand your input and value. And then when you present something, seeing people jump into action or, you know, really seeing change happen. I think that's when I realized I was like, oh, wait, people hear me like they they're really listening to me and, you know, they're really 
taking what comes out of my mouth as word and that it's something that we should do. And I think sometimes, especially as a black woman in corporate space, you may tell yourself to like mute your voice a little bit. But I was finding that what is kind of the stereotype was what people wanted me to embrace in my own way. Um, especially because sometimes you're in a room and nobody's saying this is wrong. So they're, they're like, oh, we know Jacinta will call it a spade, you know. <laughs> but, so it's um, really having people around me that helped empower me to realize like my voice mattered and that people were hearing me. And then I just got more, you got, you get more comfortable in that. And then having your network, like I had Netta and sometimes we would talk to each other and I would bounce an idea off of her or show her a presentation before it went before the executive team or the board, just because I was like, well, what do you think about this? And that helps me strengthen my voice too in, in the workplace. Yeah, absolutely. I think Jacinta's spot on with that. Um, it's really about, you know, being able to lean on those people within the organization that you trust that empower you um, to, to have that voice, you know, to be bold, to speak up for yourself, to advocate for yourself um, and advocate for others. And so, you know, Jacinta was definitely that sounding block for me and she still is <laughs> even as business partners, we're always bouncing ideas off of each other, work-related situations like, hey, how should we get through this? How should we handle this? Um, and it's it's easier that way, right? It's harder when you're alone. And that's how come I think Jacinta and I both use the line, it really takes a village to create change and, and to get things moving. Um, and Jacinta is my village. <laughs> so I'm thankful for that. Um, I also feel early on as well I started noticing that I had a little voice and my voice mattered somewhat um like I had mentioned before I was one of three um in high school and in middle school I was like one of two black people mm. um and I remember just you know a whole bunch of racial racial slurs said we were the only black family in that neighborhood at the time it was a pretty like affluent neighborhood um and I remember going home to my mom and crying about some of the things that were said to me. And the one pivotal thing that my mom said to me is, I didn't bring you on this earth to cry. I brought you here to create change. And I kid you not, that has been the most powerful line for me throughout my life. Because I always think about that. I'm like, wait, hold on. My mom brought me on this earth to create change. Mm. <laughs> you know. And so when I got into high school... That's the reason why I had ran for president of the freshman class, because I wanted to create change. I knew of, you know, the inequities and the challenges that were going on. I was tired of um, them just putting up a picture of, of Martin Luther King and thinking like, all right, we're done with Black History Month. Right. And then that, you know, yeah. um, I was really ready to challenge that. And um, and I did. And I think that really prepared me for uh, the work that I do now. So then let's talk a little bit about the work, right, that y'all are doing now and, um, and and about Dipper, right? And, like, by the way, the website is super fire. I very much so enjoyed the layout. I liked it a lot. Um, but, like, how did that – how did this passion – that y'all that y'all have and this and this realization, the self-realization of your voice and it mattering play into the creation of Dipper? Oh, yeah, we um – 
It's so weird. I feel like every answer we're going to be talking about our parents, right? That's fine. Uh, yeah. I mean, really, so my dad was a chief diversity and inclusion officer. And for, I would say, in the early 90s, before, like, d- diversity and your inclusion dad? was a thing. Yeah, oh, my, my father. Wait, wait yeah. a minute. You said your father was a chief inclusion and diversity officer in the 90s? <laughs> You're like, oh. Yeah. And so, like, before before it was really a thing, um, really, he was at a Fortune 500 company and pushing them to make strides to create these more inclusive workplaces, not only for their employees, but also for their vendors. And just seeing a lot of those, like, conversations happen at our dinner table. My mother was an attorney at a law firm, and I think she was one of the only uh, Black attorneys and she was also a female and so just kind of this is what the conversations we would come home to for dinner and just hearing about the things that they were dealing with and how you know they would get through it and how they would grow and maybe even how they would decided to exit Mm. um you know and then working with Netta and really seeing how we built this village in this corporate space to talk to each other about raises, promotions, breastfeeding advice, whatever, mm-hmm. you know, we, we were leaning. We were, we, although it's important to lean in, sometimes you also, also have to lean on somebody. And I, so we had to lean on each other. And, you know, so we met, I think it, I would say it was lunch. I don't want to be cliche and say it was brunch. Um, and we were just, you know, articulating how this needed to become something that other people could participate in and with our backgrounds in tech it just seemed like the right path it seemed like the thing that we should do and I think in my heart I wanted Netta to be like that is a horrible idea but um she was like girl yes like we have to do this (laughs) and you know immediately we connected with um a company that we knew is, is actually went to college with me and uh, is an alpha and I was, I'm an AKA. And so I reached out to him immediately and was like, we need, we need a dope website. And they were able to work with us to create that. And I really feel like it's been like this catalyst that has helped us launch and helped us reach so many people. Well, sh- well shout out to the divine nine. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> um, you know, yeah, I, I see how you, I respect how you slipped that in there. You know, I mean, for me, but I always respect my. I it was respect. not intentional. No, 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 no. But it, it, just, it just comes out. You know, I'm just, it just kind of, you know, it's just true. It you leaps know? out. You know what I mean? You know, I, I respect it. Leaps it. Um, out. Yes. Can yes. you? You know, I know we're gonna get to net aside, but I just want to pause you real fast. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm gonna respectfully ask that you uh, tell your your uh, sister Kamala Harris to promote this episode when it comes out. <laughs> We won't use any Got type you. of logo, so don't sue us, please. But if you could, you. If you could <laughs> her right now. I will please. slide in her DMs. Yes. If, if if you if you could, we'll even. We'll, yeah. we'll, I won't. I, I was about to say. I was about to joke and say we'll even put like some pink. Group, but I do not. I don't want. <laughs> I don't want any type of. Um, you know, no issues. So yes, I I I respect that. All I right. Okay. Well, yeah. well, cool. Um, I appreciate the answer, uh, Netta. Please go ahead. Yeah, no, I, my gosh, I don't have much to add other than just that it was definitely spot on. That's exactly how it happened. And um, we're really excited about this, you know, overall excited about this platform because um, it gives 
people a chance to really share their experiences. Um, and also it gives us a chance to hold companies accountable if they are not doing it right. It gives us a chance to guide professionals uh, of color in the right direction. Um, it's funny, I'm a part of you know, many different Slack channels, one in particular, Black Tech Women. Mm. And just today, um, there were a couple people that were just talking about, hey, I wish I could gain insight on uh, this particular company. Or do you guys know what's happening in this technology company? You know, how's the culture there for people of color? And I'm like, listen, Head to, you know, ourdipper.com because we definitely provide that type of insight. So there's a lot more people that's looking for that. They don't want to waste their time in organizations that aren't going to value them. Um, And we're we're really excited to be, you know, launching something like this that can um, push professionals of color in the right direction. And so and just and I don't we're kind of talking like around it, like we're saying, like, you know, at a high level what it is, but like. From what we talked about, uh, Netta, in our conversation, like, help me understand if I was, if we were like to kind of compare it to something, is it almost like Glassdoor, but like for the black people and brown people? I don't want to just, I don't want to say Glassdoor, okay. right? We can say maybe like if Glassdoor, Yelp, and Black Lives Matter had a baby. Oh, <laughs> right? okay, okay, I got you. I got can, you. I got you. can I get a boom or a bang? Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. I apologize. I apologize. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Hold on, I got you. Hold on. Mm-hmm. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Yeah. I got y'all. I got you. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, I was gonna yeah, say. It, I was. I was gonna make like a really bad joke and say like, is it like vibranium door? Like. Uh, <laughs> no, and it's really focused. And you know, I think Netta and I, and these. This is all based on the type of people you have in your network, but. Like, I know with my girls, like, you can complain. We can complain to each other. We can vent. But after you're done talking, they're going to be like, so what are you doing? Mm -hmm. Like, what are you doing? What are we doing? What are you doing different? Like, are you going to make a move? And I think that's where we saw the gap. It's like, yes, we want you to vent. We want you to have a safe space. But we also think it it is time and there needs to be a space for someone to ask an organization, what are you doing? What are you doing to fix it? What are you doing to make this better? Um, what are you doing to retain these talented people who are exiting and they all happen to be brown? Uh, you know, just really addressing critical issues and making that information, you know, accessible to them, but within reason, accessible and actionable. Um, you know, because this is a safe place and it is an anonymous platform. Gotcha. You know, and that that is the key. We want people to feel protected because they are. And I think a lot of times we don't speak out. And Netta often talks to me about this is like w- people aren't speaking out because they don't feel safe. And so right. that was very important to us and that this community is our top priority. And like that, that is where we want our goal to be. So it kind of sounds like really like, you know, again, while keeping people safe, it's like you really got receipts on people. So let's just say like if. I don't know. I ain't trying to mess up my sponsorship dollars, so I'm not going to say a company, but let's just say insert company here was like, we're mad inclusive. Y'all come back with the receipts looking like, <laughs> like, no, you're not. You know what I'm saying? We got, we got all these people saying these, some issues you need to shape right. up. But, but we also talked about the fact that like, it's not just for, it's not just for airing uh, organizations out. It's also, it also can be a place where people are also giving positive feedback and stories. Right. 
Right. And I mean, and overall, we want these companies improved. You know, if they're not doing well, we want to be able to provide them with the solutions to solve that issue. Um, We're not leaving them high and dry. And, you know, I think that's the difference with um, other platforms out there like a Glassdoor or Yelp. Um, We're looking to improve these these companies. Right. Mm -hmm. And And you want to know where... Oh, sorry. But no, go ahead. I was just like you you want to know if someplace is a good place for you to go to. And exactly. we we get just as many bad reviews as we get, we get good ones. And right. we, you know, we get people who are like, I've had a great experience of here, I've been able to grow, you know, I've been developed, I have an amazing mentor, and I want more people who are brown and more people of color to come here. I don't want to be the only one, you know, and so I want to see them hear more and know about the opportunities here. No, it's really cool. And I, and I do hear your point around, like, you're not just like, you're not just gathering the data just to gather the data. Like you actually, there's right. a, there's a, there's a, a consulting play to it too. Right. Where you then say, look, this is what people are saying. Good and bad here's our recommendations and then you're able to actually come alongside them to your point and actually like be a partner and i think it's interesting because there's so many organizations out there even as we have these group meetings and slacks and folks are venting and stuff there's really yet to be one central location we'd be like "Mm -mm, Mm -hmm. dog don't go over there Mm -mm." you know what i'm saying it should be but it should be like that like i you know you know lion king remake came out people want to act like the Lion King remake wasn't fire. I thought it was great, but whatever. <laughs> so you remember like when yeah. Mufasa was like, he was looking over the cliff, right? And he was talking to some mm-hmm. like, everything the light touches is your kingdom. And Simba was like, oh, snap. What about that over there? So that is the elephant. You don't ever go over there. Relax. That's pretty much like, you know, that's an opportunity for Dipper too. But like, we don't really have that. Mm-hmm. We don't have a collective, you know, pride land overview of the workplace as it mm-hmm. were. It's true. Yeah. And companies, yeah. and I think... I, I believe it was last year, McKinsey and Company did a study, and like companies are spending more than eight billion dollars on diversity and inclusion efforts. That's right. And we're yeah, like, who's not benefiting? benefiting? Ain't benefiting nobody. <laughs> we still got blackface. We got blackface yeah, on company not, pencils. Exactly. We're not on your board of directors. Mm-hmm. The I, there's few and far between of us are CEOs right. of right. Fortune five hundred thousand companies, mm-hmm. and you know. I think we get pings, Netta and I get pings all the time, especially in like the VC world of people saying, do you know somebody who can be my chief of operations? Do you know somebody who can be my chief of people? And we're like, absolutely. Like I will, I will respond to people with the list, LinkedIn profiles connected, you know, because we feel there, we, we are here, we exist and there just really needs to be this space for us. And there are people also who have done this before us. You know, there are people who may have been peers to my father who have been in these spaces prior to us. And they have a lot of insights to share, but they don't have a place to share them. You know, so it's kind of like we can't all go to the, the conference. We can't all go to the talk, but right. you, know, you could participate in our website and go to our com. No, I, I love and I think, it. Yeah, oh, my bad. Go ahead. Go ahead. My bad. No, no, no. It's okay. And I think companies definitely have this warped perception that, okay, well, if we, if we have, you know, a few black and brown faces, we've won. 
you know, let's put out the PR. And obviously it's, it's much, it's much deeper than that. Like Jacinta was saying is the equity piece. Are we giving people the access and the exposure to not only move up, but to have a voice and are able to lead, you know, in their own way. A lot of the times um, when we hear about black and brown folks experiences that are in high level positions, they're still kind of oppressed, right? They, they're, they really don't have that power um, to lead and that confidence. So, you know, there's a key um, data points that we definitely want to bring out and share again so that these companies are improved. Man, you said a lot right there. You know what I'm saying? I'm not trying to like wear out the flex bomb, so I'm going to just give it a little break. But you're right. And, you know, this is, this is the thing, right? There is there is a, I don't know. I, I feel like sometimes, you know, these companies, they think they've just done so much. They put like two black people in charge, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? And we're like, yeah, but there's like, I mean, there's nobody else. And then these two, like you just, like you just said, these two black people, like they're not really doing anything or you just kind of shuffle them out there and they just kind of say some canned message that you wanted them to say. They are not really moving the needle in no kind of way. You talk to them. They looking at, they looking back at you, you know, they're looking back at you like that blank face on, um, get out you know what i'm saying you try to you go out for the dad they grab your fish you're like what happened what is like what's going on like, you know what I'm or so, they sometimes don't have the support they really yeah. don't have the support so they they're right. feeling alone right you know even if there's just two two of you it's like you may not have that guidance that you need to feel confident to really make those moves that you may want to make and, and me, i think that happens to a lot of people no you're mm-hmm. absolutely right because i'm gonna tell you for me like you know i'm in a position you know, Oftentimes, I'm one of the only ones in these spaces. Mm-hmm. But if I see one, if I see somebody that look like me, but maybe it's like I don't know, like my dad's, age, I'm like, oh snap, what's going on? And they don't say anything back to me, or they kind of give me some, you know, guarded <laughs> response. I'm now outside, I'm mm-hmm. smiling, but on the inside, I'm like, down, down. You know what I'm saying? Yep. Just like, what's going yeah. on? I wonder too, like how many times are we in these leadership roles and scared, you know, to. Because I know I've walked in meetings, and this is me jokingly, like, you know, if there are more than three, three of us gathered, I'm going to make an announcement. <laughs> what you going oh, to do? Like, if we're at work and I walk in a meeting and there's it's there's three of us, I'm like, oh, we've meeting. Like, you oh, know, yeah, it's yeah, yeah. happening. <laughs> like, you know, I'm, I'm excited about it. And yeah. I, but I do think there are definitely some people there are there's definitely a category of people who are kind of working in fear um but part of that is just like you like we were talking about earlier knowing your voice feeling confident and being able to use your voice and that's part of it like you're you're just at a place where you don't feel you're it's safe enough for you to even have a voice right i mean i've even had people say to me they've been nervous to connect with uh you know a another black or brown person in the workspace because they didn't want to, they didn't want others to feel like they were trying to take over. Mm-hmm. Right. So right. it would be like, they would do like a little silent text, like meet me outside. And I'm like, what? You know? And so that happens a lot too. Mm-hmm. No, it, it, it does. And I think I, I, how much of that is, I wonder is like also generational though, because like it gets to a certain point. And what I like, what excites me about Dipper when I'm hearing is it it kind of like removes the excuse of white gaze, right? Like I'm not mm-hmm. white mm-hmm. gaze, G A Z E, y'all gaze, you yeah. know what I'm white gaze. Mm-hmm. The, yeah, so um, just the idea of 
you know, you needing to kind of like be performative in some way or hide a part of who you are. Right. Because, you know, because right. I mean, I mean, come on, like, really, you know, we was kings and stuff. But I'm saying like two of us can't take over an entire fortune of 50 company. Like, okay. come on. I'm like, I should be able to have a conversation with you in the elevator without, you know, y'all thinking we plotting the revolution. Right, who right. Stokely Carmichael is not in here, and I'm, I'm also like, so what if we are? And I'm, and I'm saying, you know, I'm, saying, I'm looking back at them like, yeah, because <laughs> you know, what I'm saying, you know, some of it is part, you know, partly. I think what I've kind of lived by in the workplace is if I'm exceeding my performance metrics, if I am busting my tail to like meet goals, um, are is there really a boundary? You know, is mm. I'm, if I'm doing what I'm supposed to be doing, is there a boundary? Now, sometimes there are hurdles for you being able to successfully do what you're doing, and that needs to be addressed. But, you know, I think if you have a team full of people who are brown, but they are the you're the top team in the company, nobody, people see green, mm-hmm. um, you know, and it's nobody true. nobody is going to say anything. I think... The problem is when there's a board seat available, people see their friends and their immediate network and those people all look alike. And so it's like, how do we get into that flow? And really, we we have to do it working together. You know, we can't, it can't just be the one person. Um, it really is going to take a lot of us working together because who's going to tell you like, who's going to give you the heads up that, like, oh, I know that's your salary, but every other president in the company is making five times that. Yeah. Right. <laughs> like, you know, like, you, you're you going to need those types of insights. And mm-hmm. sometimes you're not going to know that if you don't have will definitely provide that. Or, yeah, exactly. So let's talk a little bit about 2020, right? Like, what are y'all most excited about that Dipper um, is going to be doing? Like in in twenty twenty, like what what's what has y'all like really going? Mm-hmm. For me, because I'm, I love tech and I love data. That's what I think about almost every night. And I think in twenty twenty, our product is really going to evolve. Uh, you know, right now we have the ability for people to go onto our site, write a review, share their experience, and in twenty twenty, it'll be even so much greater and so much more. And that is something that really excites me about what's to come is, you know, the more people who are joining our community, the more in-depth that we can make that community experience and the things that we want to do to provide people with insights on, you know, like we said, salaries, available jobs um, will are just really exciting to me and all of that data and information that people will have at their fingertips um, just makes me really looking forward to the new year um again you know what i'm saying shout out to uh everything that y'all are doing shout out to dipper you know what i'm saying i really um i've really enjoyed this conversation i've enjoyed the sound bites have y'all enjoyed this i've enjoyed my own sound bites have y'all enjoyed the sound bites yes absolutely okay great um you know what we haven't done you know what i'm saying is we have not really given y'all the respect of you know these air horns. So, uh, sound man, go ahead and put these air horns in right here. You know, it's just compliment. It's it's a thing that we do. It's customary. You know, what I mean, it's been it's been over. It's almost like two years, and we've been playing these these air horns for the good cast. Now, 
we haven't had any bad guests, but I'm just saying sometimes we play the air horns just a little bit louder. You know, but and y'all on the louder side, so we appreciate y'all. Before we go, any shout out to Pardon Words? Yeah. Well, first and foremost, thank you so much for um, having us on this platform. This is awesome. Um, we're really excited about you know the partnerships, the meaningful relationships that we're creating. Um, you know, with different organizations um and we're really excited about our full dynamic platform that's going to be revealed to the world um this this is truly going to be game changing and um helpful for people of color um that are really looking to be guided in the right direction absolutely and i i mirror that sentiment exactly um we're so thankful for this opportunity and to be able to speak with you and your audience and, you know, really just shout out everybody, all of you who have left a review, who have sent to us your feedback and cheering us on, patting us on the back. And even those of you that have challenged us um, and maybe even shaded us a little bit, you know, it's all <laughs> it's all fuel and big up to our we, haters one time. We love it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> You can't live without them. Mm-mm. And, you know, um, and it's just, it's been an amazing ride and it's just the beginning. And, you know, we're just incredibly thankful. Well, first of all, well, look, we, we appreciate y'all. Like, um, and, and look, uh, y'all, if you're listening to this, I want everybody to stop. Okay. If you're in your car, you know what I'm saying? Pull over to the side of the road. Okay. Put your hazards on and go to rdipper.com. It's not even an ad. I just out for the love. You know what I mean? Like y'all didn't pay us nothing. You know what I mean? It's just off the muscle. So go to rdipper.com and you go ahead and just scroll down. You know what I mean? And at the bottom, what you're going to see is you're going to see, it's going to say need advice. Please take a few moments to provide some insights about your current workplace and experience. Now, look, some of y'all know that Kathy in accounting has been getting on your nerves. Okay. Some of y'all know uh, y'all ain't been getting that raise that you needed. And then some of y'all know y'all having a great experience. Take the time, go on rdipper.com, provide the input. You're not only helping yourself, you're helping everybody that look like you. And maybe some folks that don't look like you. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But lift as you climb. Mm-hmm. Okay. Now, look, uh, this has been a dope episode. Um, y'all know y'all been listening to the Living Corporate Podcast. You can check us out anywhere on Living Corporate. We're on all the platforms. iHeartRadio, Spotify, SoundCloud, YouTube. You know, Pandora. What's another stream? Google Play. You know what I'm saying? We out here is my point, right? Mm-hmm. We, we active, you know. I love it. You know what I mean? Jacinda, because you said, because you said you're AKA, right? <laughs> <laughs> we active. Yes, you know we don't just show, you know, we didn't just show up on homecoming week, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Giving people problems. Like we actually. No t shirt wearing. No t shirt, no, right. Exactly. We're not no letters, you know what I'm saying? We, we, we earned ours, you know what I'm saying? We went through the yeah. sands. Don't play with us. So, point is. <laughs> Point is, um, you know, we appreciate y'all. Check us out on Twitter at Living Corporate underscore pod, Instagram at Living Corporate. If you have any questions you want to email us, you know what I'm saying? Living Corporate at gmail.com. You can also just DM us if you have any questions you want to shout us out. You want us to shout somebody out for y'all, hit us up. Um, let's see, website, living corporate. Please say the dash.com. Now, you also can do livingcorporate.co, livingcorporate.tv, livingcorporate.org, livingcorporate.net. We got all the Living Corporate, y'all. We don't have livingcorporate.com, though. Not yet. Not Soon yet. come. Soon come. Hey. Uh, <laughs> uh, let's see here. That's that's it. You've been listening to Zach. And, of course, you've been listening to Netta and Jacinta, co-founders 
and uh, uh, movers and shakers of Dipper and Edge Snatchers. Peace. Living Corporate is a podcast by Living Corporate LLC. Our logo was designed by David Dawkins. Our theme music was produced by Ken Brown. Additional music production by Antoine Franklin for Musical Elevation. Post-production is handled by Jeremy Jackson. Got a topic suggestion? Email us at livingcorporatepodcast at gmail.com. You can find us online on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, and living-corporate.com. Thanks for listening. Stay tuned.